welcome to the Video Simplify podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategies to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplify podcast with me, your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladding. And today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a system and a process, partly partly that I share in the book. I'm going to be giving you some fresh details on how to never run out of video content ideas, how I'd never run out of them. And this is just a couple ways so that it's easier for you to aggregate ideas. It's easier, easier for your team to help you uh, with aggregating ideas, even if you only have a, a virtual system with this part-time or, you know, they're doing like so many hours per week and maybe it's less than part-time or full-time Whatever the case is, anybody can participate with you in this process to help you save you time. What I share in this book, I talk about the content quadrant, but I'm also going to be telling you the basic uh, framework that I use, that I use Apple Notes. You can use Google Notes. You can use Evernote. Any of these notation things or Notion even is really good. I like to keep it super simple, sweet, straight to the point, uh, something that is generally for free because it doesn't require a whole lot of moving parts. And I think if you overcomplicate this, uh, trying to add too many bells and whistles to it, it goes into being inefficient because it's too many things to remember, too many things to do. In the book I talk about, which if you don't have the book, make sure you grab it, The One Right Video, my new best-selling book, The One Right Video. Uh, and it's called, read the subtitle for you, An Entrepreneur's Guide to How to Grow Your Community, Get More Qualified Leads, and Close more sales using YouTube. Sounds pretty gosh darn fantastic. And it must've been because it's been an Amazon bestseller. I'm so pumped about that. But in the book, I talk about how I use uh, and capture my ideas. Well, capturing your own ideas is only as good as you can organize them to get them to a place of execution. But the thing becomes where a lot of people, they run out of ideas. So it does you no good if you're the only thing generating ideas. So obviously you have direct content and then you have related uh, or associated content. So for example, if I'm talking about the camera, like I did in a, a previous week's episode about the Sony ZV-E1 full frame Bees Knees Hall of Fame camera, well, that's the direct main product, for example. Uh, associated and related content to that main thing would be like accessories, um, outlining specific things. It could be a better microphone that came out that works with it uh, or something that's specific to it that's a related thing. It's not exactly like, here's how to do the settings. Here's how to get the best photos on this device, X, Y, and Z type thing. Once you go through your base level uh, of ideas or the things that you wanna talk about or the things that's relevant, uh, it becomes very frustrating to constantly keep coming up uh, with ideas. And I'm going to give you a free resource uh, that is going to be a, a calendar that will help you. So this will be something in addition to uh, what we don't offer in the book, uh, which is just like, again, social media holidays. Those are really great. This is a bonus before we can get in tip number one. <laughs> so social media holidays. So if you are an author, it could be uh, National Women's Author Day or month. It could be National Women's Month like we just had. It could be uh, if the National Real Estate Day. It could be Check Your Credit Day. It could be something fun. It doesn't have to be an official state or country holiday or whatever reserved. 
It could just be something fun. So something like today's National Coffee Day, something that's more specific to your interests. So those things are cool, but you don't want to water down your brand with only those things. But I would also say you don't want your brand to be so serious that you never, you know, have any fun, which is always why I mentioned and I talk about that white chocolate is way, way more uh, important in, in, in a healthy lifestyle than dark chocolate and dark chocolate tastes like mud. So <laughs> it's something that's more, you know, to my personal taste the, or the good question is coffee versus tea. Those are fun things to one, share more about yourself and your business and seed in those different things, but also be a human being. But when it comes to the vi videos that you come up with for your brand or the things that you want to talk about, constantly coming up with video ideas can be stressful. Now you have great tools like ChatGPT, which AI technology has taken over. You've probably even seen some things like here's how they come up with so many, you know, video titles for YouTube. That's great. Everybody else and their mother is probably going to be typing in video title topics for real estate agents too. And so everybody not only is making the same videos, it's not maybe going to be specific to your brand or maybe it does give you some ideas. So that's a good way. I'm not knocking that. It's a great way, honestly, but let's go a little bit deeper. So the first thing is trending topics. I talked about uh, the calendar, social media calendar. That's good to start getting you down that vein. But what's something that's trending in your niche? Like if you are in the taxing uh, department or if you are a real estate uh, agent or investor or whatever the case is, say you're somewhere in that vein of content where it makes sense or a loan officer for people to know what their credit score is in order to be able to get the thing. And that's part of the process or the conversation, whether large or small, then we know we have tax day coming up here in the United States where for businesses and for everybody else, you need to have your taxes filed. You need to be able to send that stuff in. Okay, well, that's a good trending related niche holiday or niche day that, and even like the season of here's how to make sure if you do submit it, you don't, uh, or what to do when you get audited. Not if you don't, but it just what to do if you if you do. It may be something that's relevant to that. So when you when you think about putting together your own social media holiday of sorts or calendar for holidays of sorts, think about the things that make sense to your niche. For me in the video content creation space, even though I'm creating specifically for content creating entrepreneurs, me creating in the video space, Techtober. So every October, there is like a bunch of tech releases that will be things that people try, buy, like, and hate for that whole next year until the next Techtober rolls around. Then we have November, which you have the after Thanksgiving day sales. Uh, then you have Cyber Monday. Then you have Cyber Week. We also have like Amazon Day. So days that tech goes on sale, days where cameras tend to release brands, it's become a wonky schedule with that, but it used to become pretty predictable around about the same month, plus whatever the camera rumors websites would, you know, kind of give you more specific dates. Um, something like the Sony ZV-E1, they give you like on this date, we're making this announcement. It used to be shows, events like CES, Consumer Electronics, uh, their event that they would have, or NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters, that event, whether you were going or not, doesn't matter. Something specific to your niche, your brand, something relevant. So it could be a big event, whether you go or not, doesn't matter. But that's something that's a seasonal, regular, annual thing that you can come to expect. So those are great. So trending topics around those, which would be, could be, you know, what's the best 
Uh, like if it's for real estate, let's say there's some kind of a credit conference of sorts or financial conference like FinCon. And so if that is an annual event that's in your space where maybe certain things are happening, let's talk about it. or a trending topic like uh, some of the banks are closing and collapsing and we're having issues and people are like, well, what does that mean if we're FDIC, uh, you know, with a safety net a little bit? How does that work? I saw um, Dave Ramsey. I, I, feel, I hope that's the, the right Ramsey um, and not the chef, <laughs> Gordon Ramsey. I think, yeah, I think I got him separate. Dave Ramsey, the financial uh, guy, guru, if you will, whatever, financial expert. Uh, and he was talking about that. He has a show where he does his calling content and people ask questions about that. So that's another good way to figure out what things are trending, even if you can't keep up with all the things. Products, services, events, niche holidays, angle things. Those are great for trending topics. Q&As are good. So if you do a holiday, not a holiday, excuse me, if you do an AMA or ask me anything or Q&A type live streams or you're doing live streams of any sort and you're getting certain kinds of questions, people will ask, well, what do you think about this? It's been several times where something will come out. And somebody will ask me in a live stream, what do you think about this? Like on the Friday uh, live helpcast? And I'm like, hadn't heard anything about that. You know, it may be a small subset of something that I don't pay attention to or just got past me in the nature of doing life, <laughs> working and stuff. And it's like, I didn't hear about this. Or did you hear about this brand getting scammed or these many influencers getting sued because they did participate in some scam? It's like, no, that's interesting. And it's certainly relevant to my niche per se, kind of don't matter, but something to watch for, you know. Uh, if we talk about brand deals, for example, then at that point is it's relevant. So if you're in, doing any kind of consultant, what are things that are happening that your audience cares about that they want to know about? A great place to go is TikTok for as long as we have it. Um, I don't think it'll become something where it gets banned, but who knows what the hell is going to happen these days. I just think that's a front runner for something else going on, but I digress. Um, but, you know, TikTok is a great place. Uh, Instagram stories, not so much or not stories, but uh, Instagram reels, not so much. Um, but YouTube live streams is a good place to uncover certain things. If you're watching or listening to podcasts or live podcasts, like which YouTube just had their uh, YouTube podcast, you know, officially announced release and the YouTube music thing and this whole big shebang. Okay, we put a short out about that. We did a, a social media uh, talk show, social media marketing talk show and talked about that. And so talking about the things that are trending in your niche helps to keep you on top of things. Let me give you a pro tip here and then we'll move on to the second thing, which is if you find it difficult to keep up with certain certain areas uh, or what have you, don't miss the importance of an RSS feed, which if like before subscription buttons were a thing, you could get an RSS feed for a website. You probably still can to these days, I believe. I, I'm pretty sure you can but not in the way we I'm imagining or remembering it from back in the day. RSS feeds are basically for this website that maybe is important. Like let's say you pay attention to a certain area of Buzzfeed or um, USA Today, you know, maybe they have a, a real estate area or an area around business and entrepreneurship. Maybe you follow Forbes website, a specific writer or something. You say, if this person, this page, this website posts something, I want to know about it. If somebody says the something about LinkedIn Live, I want to know about it. Uh, and so there are websites and there are companies that will help keep up with that stuff using RSS feeds. You don't need to know all that stuff of how it works. You just know, I want to follow this. I want to follow that. I want to follow that. Even on my phone, I'm able to do that. Like you have to read later. But if I come out, come across a website that's really good with the up and pending stuff of the latest things in technology, social media, whatever, marketing stuff, then it's like, yeah, I want to know. 
the phone and like through Chrome, it can keep up with that stuff. So those, those are some different ways. Now I know we're diving in real good here, but of course, before we finish any of these episodes out, let's get into this week's gear fix. This week's gear fix is brought to you by my brand new book called The One Right Video. Are you an entrepreneur struggling to get your brand noticed through video content? Look no further. The One Right Video is the ultimate guide to creating videos that will amplify your brand and grow your business. It's jam packed with practical tips and strategies to help entrepreneurs just like you succeed in video content creation. Don't let your competition get ahead. Mark your calendar for March 1st and be among the first to get your hands on a copy of the One Right Video. Go to onerightvideo.com. All right, let's get back into this week's podcast episode. Uh, the second thing is watching completely unrelated niche content to things that you're interested in. So somehow I got into the world of farming, like backyard farming and keeping up with chickens and like small goats and just little animals that you don't have to have like large patches of land for, but enough, right? Or, or plants that you can grow, foods that you can grow in your backyard or in your kitchen and stuff like that. And so that has nothing to do with nothing about what I create content around in my business and for the brand but it has everything to do with my own personal interest and helping me sometimes see outside the box. The reason why I say like find something that you're interested in outside of your niche and stuff, because sometimes looking too long in the frame makes it even harder to get out of it. Easiest way is like, if you're into hair, go watch hair. If you're into cars, go watch cars. If you're into shoes, go watch shoes. If you're into traveling or camping or whatever, go watch that thing. Pay attention to the video titles. Pay attention to the title in relation to the actual main content throughout the thing or something that they say. Now, in the book, I talked about how um, I use my simple three, one, two, three, and my notes process, which is my capture, ready to record, and then done. Which in the process of me always coming up with ideas, I'm not just looking for all these great ways to come up with stuff, but I'm organizing it as I'm having them. So the capture folder is as I'm having ideas or I see something on backyard chickens, it's like, this is killing chickens all across America and you wouldn't believe the why. Alexa, turn the light on or like that. <laughs> so I can say, you know, come up with something that it's like, okay, what could I make in that same vein? Like, oh, here's how you can schedule to turn off your lights in your office uh, to give you visual reminders and stuff. So usually at, when it gets past a point, it's like, hey, it's time for you to leave the office, you know, kind of a thing. And it's like that visual cue and reminder. Well, it doesn't help when I am actually recording content late or what have you. But that could be something that you're making content around. For those who are listening on the podcast, the A lady turned off my lights automatically. It's just set by a timer. But I could talk about that. So if people are saying like these are the five most uncommon products you, you absolutely must own in 2023 if you have backyard chickens. So I may not obviously talk about backyard chickens, but I may say these are the five uncommon, like what are five uncommon things that are super handy for video that most people may not have, or most people in my niche or whatever may not have. Probably got an SD card, probably got a lens, probably got a microphone, mic stand, computer, various programs. So to keep mentioning the same three to five things everybody else is mentioning 
doesn't help. But what are three to five uncommon products that maybe you use that are absolutely handy when it comes to video? I can tell you right now, my number one product would be chapstick. Always on the desk, multiple ones at different stations, whatever. Always, I don't, so I don't have to ever look for it. That's why I'm all, I don't care if I'm doing a talk or whatever, live stream. I don't care what I've been paid to do. I'm not going to have chapped lips while I'm doing it. And so it's, it's one everywhere. I get multiples. I put them everywhere. So it's not something that you think about. Maybe you have one in the pocket. Maybe it's in your purse. Maybe it's in the other room. But it does you no good when you need it and you don't have it. So I just put them everywhere. <laughs> so no matter where I'm recording, where I'm doing, I don't have to move and go lose my train of thought, breaking my deep work. I just do it. And so I could list all the different things that I use that are uncommon things that you absolutely must have or should have when you're recording content. Other thing is a big dumb thing of water, you know, so just have it like drink one and then have one ready. Stuff like that. So watch stuff that's completely unrelated so you can start thinking outside the box. Put that in your capture folder as you're having ideas. And I number these one, two and three. The second one uh, is ready to record. Now I have one for in that capture for folder real quick. One is for like regular videos. The other one I'll have for shorts. And then I have one that's special that's for skits. So anytime I'm doing camera skits and stuff, I'll put one and I'll make a folder around the things that I like. When it's ready to record, it's planned out. I'm just, all I'm doing is put an idea. Maybe I put the link to the video that I watch. Like this video was a great idea on, on how to make, but make this in my way. You know, put my own personal spin on that. So you don't lose the idea. Other the great thing is a uh, pro tip here is a uh, audio recorder. I have one on my phone, have one on my watch. So no matter where I am, I can always capture it. I don't use anything that's app specific, uh, per se, like a, a notion or like a something. I just want something that's native to whatever devices I'm using. So the reason why I only really recommend Apple notes, Google notes, kind of a thing, you can always put it someplace else, but you always need to be able to access this no matter what device. And there should never be a thing of being logged out. Like it should always be possible for you to access it. That's the thing. And devices are only good with keeping notes. As long as you have battery life, my computer dies. I don't have that. My, my phone dies. I don't have it. No, no, uh, no. All one whole shebang. All one whole shebang. I, and I don't want to be beholden to subscription price changes or feature changes. Just everything that I need to capture and create. That's it. The third thing, like I said, is this notation system, which I'm breaking down for you now. The capture, the ready to record, and then you're done. And so the done folder, instead of just deleting it, is because sometimes when we revisit something, I can go back to that done folder for the note. They don't take up any space or hardly whatsoever. So it's kind of almost no point in deleting them until maybe you get a lot or something or per year is a good one. Um, but so I move it to done, but when I'm putting the capture folder, I'm just thinking, here's the title, here's the link, here's the reference, here's my notes for my thinking. I'll capture it audibly so I can describe to myself what I'm seeing imaginatively and what I'm thinking through and creating in my head and what it sounds like. Uh, or if I'm imagining a song or a sound effect, I'm making that audible noise in the voice recorder app. I paste that and it pastes into the note and then I save it. It's just saved automatically, honestly. So then when I have time or I'm scheduling time aside for um, small things, so like I'm taking a flight, uh, getting ready to go out of town again. And so those things like waiting for the flight, you're onboarding, just kind of simple downtime stuff. Instead of scrolling social media, I'll go through an idea and I'll start ranking them. What are the next three to four ideas I want to post? Put like an emoji number. You can number them normally, pin them to the top so they don't get lost in the sea of, of all the other notes. And then I'm starting to flesh this idea out. I'm planning it out. Then I move it to the ready to record when it's 
done and it's ready to record. So when I get ready to sit down, all I need to do is pull up my notes and go to the ones that are pinned. And these are the most recent ones in the most logical order and flow for me to record. And that's what I'm doing. So now I have my capture, capturing all my ideas. I have my ready to record that's organized. So I only know what are the things that are actually ready to record at any time. So when I'm looking at my content quadrant, which is another process that I talk about in the book and I teach you in my book, the one right video, there'll be a link uh, in the show notes and underneath the video, if you're watching the video version of this episode, it'll all be listed so that you know where to find it. So I'll have that no matter how much time I have, I always have a video idea that's ready to go that I can record right now. The only time I don't record something that I did pre-plan is if it falls out of relevancy. So I'll unpin it or something else comes out that's better that I'm like, okay, we need to alter this idea. Or it's like this idea becomes irrelevant. And I never make a video just because I've already done the front work for it. If it falls out of relevancy, my audience won't care and won't and it won't matter to them. And it just don't it just doesn't matter at all. So you make a video for nothing. Nobody cared about but you. <laughs> it's just no point. So we put that to the side. It may come back around. And so that's why I said it, it doesn't hurt to save these and keep these. Even if it's like I thought I did something about this or this camera came out. I had this idea and I'll type in the search within the notation system and it comes up. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, this will be good for this. So you can always cross-reference your own notes. That's why even when you put it in the done folder, after you're done recording it, you can always re-reference these later. This is always super helpful to paste in these notes when you're going through to send these to your video editors so that they know. So for example, for this episode, I had, this is tip number one, two, three. Here's what I have, you know, my ideas for it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's in the note in Asana that we use to schedule all of our work. So just a quick recap of all of these that we talked about so that you never run out of video ideas. Number one, come up with trending topics, it can be events, holidays, whatever, things that are recurring in your niche in your industry, but items, devices, whether it's a primary service, product, law change, whatever, uh, and things that are associative and related uh, or what have you. So it, it's not a direct correlation to whatever, but it's related. So example, I always talk about cameras and video. Well, portion of video is audio portion of video is lighting, portion of video is accessories and all those different things. So that's number one. Number two, watch something that you're interested in that's in a completely different niche than you are and has nothing to do with nothing with what you do so that you can always have something that you're number one interested in and watching, but is always giving you unique perspective of how you can use other successful even video ideas or other things that you hadn't thought about you can use that in your niche and in your industry. And number three, the notation system that I talked about that I mentioned in my book, The One Right Video, walks you through uh, that process. And you do want to couple that with the content quadrant. But that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode of the podcast. If you haven't left a rating review, make sure that you go through uh, and whatever your favorite podcast player is, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go and leave a rating and review. It definitely helps all the time. If you've been listening, if you listen to more than two episodes, go leave a rating review. If you listen to more than 10 episodes, what is wrong with you? What are you doing to me? You just won't leave one. You just won't leave one. Shameful. Shameful. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going to leave it for this week's episodes. And as I love to end all of my episodes, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how 
you set your sales. With that, guys, we're passing. I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live. Thank you.